0: everybody welcome to game on presented by no tokens required i'm chris i'm caleb and today we are talking about marvel's guardians of the galaxy developed by edos montreal published by square enix uh, caleb as the resident
1: marvel mm-hmm. fan uh what were your thoughts when you saw that this was coming out oh i was excited i like any marvel game that's coming out like mm-hmm. it It really it's it can go one of two ways, either an absolute shit show or pretty amazing. Like, I don't think there's really any of those Marvel games that I've ever played where I felt like it was just this kind of happy medium. Like, it was okay, not great. But, you know, it was either like, no, this was a fucking train wreck or like I absolutely loved it. So, you know, I had 50 50 odds stacked against (laughs) me, basically. But like, I'll always give any Marvel game a shot. Yeah. You know, so I, I was excited about it. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy to a certain extent. They're not, like, my favorite group of Marvel heroes out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's cool. And with the recent surge in their popularity due to the MCU and everything like that, it's kind of like, well, let's see what, what this is going to be about, if they can capture it. So I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw the, the,
0: uh, the announcement... <sighs> Um, at E3 in 2021, I just was like, "Oh, cool! They're making a Guardians game. I wonder what you know how that's going to go." And then I completely forgot about it and I didn't follow it at all until you brought it up that we could play it. And then when I looked it up and I saw it was by Square Enix, I kind of went, "Ooh," because I just had flashes of Marvel's Avengers yeah. coming back. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm like I'm nervous." <laughs> so yeah, I was uh, I was pretty apprehensive when I saw that this was being done by them. I mean I'm not by any stretch of the imagination like a huge Guardians fan, you know, um so I like I didn't have my my expectations really high, but yeah. I definitely was apprehensive considering who was who was making, who was this. making it. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I a part of me was too, but this was not that same style of game. Yeah. So I was kind of like, "Ah, eh, let's let's see because it's not supposed to be this mission-based You know hub based game Mm -hmm. where you join in with multiple this was a single player action game you know action adventure type game Mm -hmm. and it was like this this is different and this is a lot more up Square Enix's alley than something like Marvel's Avengers was you know yeah. So I had a little bit more hope for it. <laughs>
0: yeah, considering this was gonna be a single player game, I kind of was like, oh, you know, I was getting like Tomb Raider vibes, like hoping that that was what it was gonna be like. I was um, too, I was kind of hoping. You know, so I kind of, like I said, I was a little nervous just because of of the um, my experience with Marvel's Avengers. But I was like, uh, but if it's anything like Tomb Raider, it should be pretty fun. But um, yeah. So, I guess, um, overall thoughts before we move into
1: spoilers? I loved it. I'd play it again. I'd recommend it. I think it was an amazing game. It was funny. It had an amazing soundtrack to it. There's some annoying parts, you know, like, there are some parts where it's, it's, it's Guardians. It's definitely the vibe of Guardians, and there's a reason why they're not one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. but overall, like. I thought it was a really good game. It was really well done. It it had a lot of elements to it that I greatly enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I
0: uh, had almost no fun with this. Um, I feel like it's basically just a cash grab. I think they missed a lot of key points to make it feel like a Guardians game. Um, soundtrack is nice. I mean, I will admit that, but that's because, you know, the era... Of, that the music is pulled from is some, amazing. It's one of the greatest er, eras of music ever. I mean, I grew up listening to all that stuff, so yeah, like that was nice. Uh, there were just uh, there were just a lot of design choices that I thought was lacking. So, we'll, we'll go ahead and get a spoiler warning going, and then we'll uh, dive into the plot. So, here's your spoiler warning. <laughs> Boop. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't you uh give him the plot because you loved it so much.
1: Uh so like the game opens up to like Peter Quill, who's the leader of Guardians of the Galaxies, and he's, you know, like 13 years old or like about to celebrate his 13th birthday or is celebrating his thirteenth birthday or something like that. But you're just listening to this like rock soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that I loved is you could actually just sit there. Yeah. And just listen to it, let it play. And I did. For like 20 minutes, it just played (laughs) as I was doing other stuff in the background and everything. Cause like I sat down to start playing the game and my wife was like, hold on, I need you to do these couple of things before you go. And like, I was like, okay, well let me just get through like this opening sequence type deal. Right. Yeah. And then it was just me sitting on the bed listening to the soundtrack and I'm sitting here like, can I just listen to this? And sure as shit you can And I was like that's awesome That's fucking awesome But it's you know Basically Peter and his mom And you are you can go around His room and see some of the cool shit And everything like that from like his Childhood and everything And then like you go to walk out the door And you kind of like Wake up On your, on your ship right mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> You are in, um, oh god, what was it called? The ship? No, oh. no um, you're about to enter that for like the quarantine, quarantine zone. zone, quarantine okay. zone. That was it. Um, from the Nova Corps, the Nova Corps has quarantined off the zone from this war that has just recently happened, and you are going in it to capture. A monster for whoever hired you. Mm. You have no idea who hired you yet, but for whoever hired you.
0: No, no, no. You know, it's for Lady Hellbender.
1: Do, do they say it's for Lady Hellbender yeah. in the beginning? Yeah. Oh, I, <clears throat> I just know they're talking about, like, let's go in and do this. Yeah. And so, like, you go in and you're kind of flying around. And, they're like, there's a fun little mini game that you play against Rocket of shooting these like bugs. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. Cause it, like he even brought up like the old school, you know, eight bit like fucking counters and shit like that. Yeah. Like it was funny, but uh you go through, you find a yellow stone, which anybody who's watched the MCU at all should know like, oh shit, that's the soul stone. Right. <laughs> what? Why is that just sitting in some abandoned ass ship in a quarantine zone? And Peter, of course, like picks it up and it kind of hurts him. And then this unknown like alien entity comes from it and like flies off and basically starts destroying everything. So they're like, oh, shit, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And as they hightail it out of there and they get back into their ship and go to fly away, um, a Nova Corps ship, uh, Hall's Hope, Hall's Hope, yeah, Um, intercepts them. And places them under arrest for entering the quarantine zone. And, like, as you're coming off of your ship in handcuffs, led by a little girl (laughs) named Nikki, um, you see, like, in the background this this fucking weird-ass guy, like, yelling about shit. Mm. The Promise and Golden Gods and da 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 da. And you find out he's, uh, oh, God, what is his name? uh grand unifier raker that's right and he's a fucking lunatic he is he's a goddamn loon um but like you basically go through and you meet the captain of the ship Corel, who doesn't surprise me in the slightest female past relationship for for peter right which that's yeah <laughs> like 90 percent of the women that you the fucking guardians meet peter ends up sleeping with so it wasn't like a huge shocker that it's like oh this is an old girlfriend you know but they do kind of like talk about how like they did some time in the war together and everything like that right Mm -hmm. and you find out that nikki is her daughter but like peter starts doing math (laughs) and like he's like oh shit this could be my daughter mm. and uh so he kind of starts freaking out about that a little bit but like she wants to find him and i can't remember exactly the price of the fine but it's like ridiculous yeah and
0: i so, think does it i don't remember i don't remember if it, but it may change depending on what because basically you get a fine because you have two options you can either hide the advanced ship weapons that Rocket has for the yeah. Milano or you can hide
1: the space llama. The space llama. What okay. did you hide?
0: I hold I I hid the ship's weapons because I don't I care if, I don't care if they take the llama.
1: I didn't either yeah. but you got fined for the space llama and entering in the quarantine zone.
0: Yeah. So I wanna say it's like thirty eight hundred credits or something like that. Yeah. I don't I, remember the exact it, number. It was
1: fucking ridiculous. I, so I wonder if it's different if you hide the llama instead of the weapons. I thought about it, and, like, again, it is one that I want to go back and play through and mm. see, like, okay, if I make different decisions and stuff like that, yeah, what else happens? Um, but, like, so you get fined for that, and you basically talk her out of, like, locking you down. She gives you three cycles to pay back the fine. Yeah. Right? And, uh, but they put a, a disabler on your ship like a Nova core disabler. So after three days, it's just going to shut everything down and the GPS will basically start pinging and they'll just come pick your ass up and haul you to jail. And so they're like, sweet. Awesome. And then Riker's ship blows up Mm. and like, you kind of like figure out what's going on, make sure everything's okay. And like, what the fuck happened and then you leave yeah like okay you get on your ship and you you leave Mm -hmm. um at that point in time you're trying to figure out like how the fuck can we do this well let's scam our employer yeah (laughs) and like did you go with Groot or Rocket I went with Groot I went with Rocket okay and Rocket's an asshole during the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she, she basically, like, so you, the whole thing is, like, you plan on scamming her by either putting Groot or Rocket in an animal cage and presenting them to her as this mythical creature that you captured for her. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you'll break them out later. Like, type deal. It was, you'll break out later. Um, But, like, I chose Groot, or sorry, Rocket. And when you put Rocket in the cage, he's like, I fucking hate this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, come on, buddy, you got this, (laughs) you know? And you finally present it, and Lady Hellbender is, like, all infatuated with Groot. Mm -hmm. And Rocket's like. With Groot? With Groot. Oh, interesting. For me, she was, she, like, wanted to get her leg all up over Drax. She did, there was that. Okay. But, like, she makes a comment about, like, Groot and his race, or, Uh, you know, the type of creature he is. Got it. And then he's, she's like, then her attention, like, oh, Drax. Hey, hey, big guy. You're Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> I've got something you can destroy. Gross. Yeah. Gross, gross, gross. That is very much what it was like in that conversation. It though. was though. It, like, was. It, it was. It was uncomfortable. It was super uncomfortable. Cause like Drax, even though yes, technically he's single, he is very committed to his wife. Mm-hmm. So like it was, it was super just knowing Drax. You're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tree lady. But, uh, no, and then she basically looks at Rocket, and he's she's like, yeah, he's a rodent. <laughs> Why would I want a rodent? And Rocket fucking loses well, it. Well, yeah, because he hates being called <laughs> rodent. Yeah. And uh, so, like, for me, it was at that point that basically we're like, oh, fuck, shit's going downhill. Because she's like, leave. But Rocket's like, I ain't fucking leaving without some money. <laughs> and so, like... It triggers this whole event of where we're, like, literally robbing a vault filled with money mm-hmm. and artifacts and useless piles of bones for whatever reason. And, like, um, so, like, you rob her and you flee and she's basically, like, swears vengeance on you. hmm <laughs> and Drax I remember is like well this isn't going to be good she's going to hunt us until the end of our days she's one of the greatest huntresses of the you know the known universe and we'll never get rid of her and we have to find some way to like win back over her favor and everybody's like Drax we'll we'll fucking deal with that later you know mm-hmm. um but from that point you go to the rock which the rock is like you actually see it in the guardians movie i don't think they refer to it as the rock in the movie but it's the you know hollowed out head of a celestial no that's nowhere oh you do go to nowhere and that's fucking cosmo the rock is um that was just like an outpost for that's right that's right yeah because you get there and that's when the uh everybody's kind of like the promise the promise yeah and you're like what the shit and you're having to like kill nova Corps captains and shit like that because they're all like fuck you peter quill Mm -hmm. they're actually trying to capture you you don't know why they're trying to capture you but they are not good (laughs) yeah so you end up like escaping there and that's when you go to nowhere right Mm. because that's when you like you're trying to get to cosmo which i I fucking love cosmo (laughs) cosmo's amazing um so you go to nowhere and like in nowhere that's when uh this is the part where rocket like really bugged the shit out of me yeah because rocket basically becomes just a whiny little kid
0: okay wow like, I, f- I felt like that was his, his character arc the whole game. It is. It did
1: not take this point for me to realize it. It is. It really is. But this is when it was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own team. Mm. You know, and the whole tantrum kind of exploded. And they're like, Rocket, come on. Yeah. And I'm like, I, this this is what I hate about Guardians of the Galaxies. The movies, the comics, the fucking game. Like, I hate Rocket. Mm-hmm. Rocket angst. I, I really do Like he drives me up The fucking wall mm. I can't stand him in Anything and like people are like Oh my god Rocket's the great no he's fucking Annoying <clears throat> Just no oh my god So like he runs off With Groot because you know Groot's his to control And like Groot's never actually Gonna really leave him No, like, no. But it, it's still it's just kind of one of those Like come on Groot we're mm. We're gonna, we're gonna build we're, our own fort. We're gonna go sulk. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you find out that Lady Hellbender has basically hired a shit ton of bounty hunters to come after your ass, mm-hmm. and you end up getting in a fight with one of them. Now, this is also the opportunity where you have a shit ton of money. You have enough money to pay your fine, right? But you're in nowhere, and nowhere sells shit. Mm. Did you buy shit? Um, I don't think so. I did. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I bought so much that I no longer had enough money to pay my fine. Nice. Because one of the things that you come across, you come across one of the merchants, and he's like, oh, I can sell you a disabler. Like, you just use this, and it'll pop right off that NovaCore little scrambler thing, and you're good to go. And I'm like... Well, all right, then. Fuck you, Rocket. We don't need you to do this. I'll do it myself. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, you get attacked by these two brothers, which that fight was annoying for me because you have to keep them separated. Mm -hmm. Because if they're close together, like, this armor engages and you can't hurt them. Yeah. So you have to keep them kind of like separated as you fire at them. Yeah, it's not. It, it's, it's not hard.
0: Well, okay. I had difficulty keeping them apart. Well, I mean, you probably played on on the hardest difficulty. I did. So maybe that was it because, I did. yeah, like it didn't. This didn't feel
1: hard. Oh, I the hardest part to me was keeping them apart. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like kiting them around, and of course, eventually. Ugh, of course, eventually they would, like, get close enough together again. I'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, no, just attack me from two different sides. I'm here in the middle. <laughs> like, you come from the left, you come from the right, you know? Yeah. But, no, they would eventually just be like, And I'd be like, why do you fuck you guys? Because <laughs> that was that was the hardest part. Like, dodging them and moving around wasn't hard. It was separating them and then keeping them separate. Yeah, that was hard, right? But even then, after a little while of doing that, like um, Gamora mm. comes in and like helps you out, and then you all in a, in prison. Yeah, and you're just like living in this. You have another flashback of your childhood right and Mm -hmm. this is when you find out it's your 13th birthday party and your mom's like i've got a gift for you and everything like that and peter's like cosmo stop this shit right now Mm -hmm. and you basically find yourself like cosmo so cosmo the space dog he's um a psychic like Mm -hmm. he's super awesome yeah and He, like, not only traps people in prison, but he makes it, like, comfortable. Like, he lets you live through your best memories. (laughs) Like, kind of a dick move, but, you know, I I think it's funny. And so, like... doesn't hurt that he looks like a golden retriever. He is a golden retriever.
0: Yeah, I know. No,
1: he's he's not an actual golden retriever. Yeah. No, he's an alien. No. He's... Cosmo the space dog is a Russian dog that went into space and got intercepted by an alien entity, but he is a golden retriever. Oh, uh, see, I no, like he
0: he can talk. He's not a golden retriever anymore. It's like saying Rocket's not a real raccoon. Rocket
1: is a raccoon. No, he's not. He's a Bio engineered enhanced raccoon, but he is a raccoon. Like the core base of him is still the same, all the parts are in the same spot. He has those beady little fucking raccoon hands. <laughs> like, he's still a raccoon, and Cosmo is still a dog. Like, agree to
0: disagree.
1: He even has a Russian accent. Oh yeah,
0: I, how many dogs do you know with Russian accents? Like seven. Okay, I would love to talk to them one day.
1: Well, they're in TV shows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you, no, I am, I am being slightly facetious. But yes.
1: Yeah. No, it, he's cool. He's got little pups too, yeah. which is that that whole little scene was awesome. Cause yeah. like you sit, like you get out, you sit down with him, and he's like, "All right, Peter." You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> um This outpost has been like sending off these weird ass signals. I need you to go and investigate it. <laughs> if you do that, I'll do what I can to get the charges dropped on you from NovaCore. I can't make any promises, but you know what? At least you'll get out of my jail. Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, all right. And like the whole group Kind of gets reunited and forced to do this, right? Mm. So, like, you find Hala's Hope, you board it, and you find out that basically everybody has been converted to the church. Mm. And they are manufacturing faith energy, <laughs> like, it, it, giant ass batteries filled with this yellow liquid. Mm hmm. Either it's urine or it's faith energy. Um, As you're going around, you're captured by Riker, who tells you, I'm going to take you to meet the Matriarch. You go to meet the Matriarch, and it's Nikki, which was very devastating for me, but not unpredictable. Um, So she then, you see that she has possession of the Soul Stone, she uses the soul stone to try and brainwash you and the group with the promise. But that's what she's basically done to thousands of people. She's like washing out the, like sending out the promise and all these people are converting to this. Mm -hmm. And um, like you go through it and I'm trying to remember, like, I think you go through your promise uh first with your like mom Mm -hmm. right and that's where you actually see you receive the weapons your dual pistols right yeah no um is that a little bit later on no
0: i think that's later because because in your promise like everything is fine and dandy
1: oh yeah everything's perfect yeah yeah like because like you go to like work on the truck or something that's right yeah that's right Um, but then you like break out of that one and you're able to go into Nikki's and in Nikki's promise, like you're there, you are her dad. Like that, that, that's what very Mm. much you get the feeling of. Right. Cause it's, it's Corel's birthday. It's Corel's birthday. You're planning a surprise party. She keeps telling like, Oh, we need to do these things. You help her fix up these couple of things. Then you hear a knock on the door and, like, Nikki, why is this door locked? And she's like, oh, I'm going to hide. You go get the door. And you get the door and it's, like, the spirit of Corell. And she's telling you, like, this isn't fucking real. Mm. This is what happened. This fucking alien, and like, Nikki st- snuck along with the mission. I should have sent her back when I found her, but we were already too late. This alien attacked us, went to attack Nikki. I jumped in its path. It killed me in front of her and she can't deal with this. Mm. Like, you have to force her to deal with this. And so, like, you get done with that and it, like, boots you the fuck out of Nikki's promise. And you're like, oh, shit. And so then you have to flee you flee a lot. Mm-hmm. You're the guardians after all. Um, that's all a part of guarding somebody as you run. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, so you all break out of it and like the, like Drax is still like super shaken. Yeah. By what he sees. Yeah. He's having a real, uh, existential crisis. about yeah. Kind of everything he saw. Like a super hard time with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so like, you you get out of there and then you're like, okay, we have to figure out something. Like, what the fuck are we gonna do, right? Um, then you get attacked by the Legion, one some other bounty hunters. It's like ten or twelve fucking starships, and you actually have a little spaceship battle, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it was weird. Like you're flying around. Mm-hmm. And shit and everything well this is where i feel like certain decisions matter because if you didn't save the weapons crate That's, this spaceship battle is a lot fucking harder i was gonna say yeah I because assume. they make a comment about like thank god we saved the weapons yeah <laughs> and like you're shooting these people and i'm like oh this isn't too bad but then i thought like maybe if i saved the space llama yeah. like This wouldn't have gone down quite as easy, Mm -hmm. you know? Not that you don't get rid of the Space Llama. The Space Llama sticks around. You just get fined for the Space Llama. Yeah, which is confusing to me. If
0: I'm going to get fined
1: for having it... I don't think it was their choice, because the Space Llama can teleport. (laughs) It, It can. Like, it's... They tried I, to capture it, and it was like "fuck you." Teleportation, start chewing on the seat again.
0: It, yeah, the yeah, the llama was like the only thing in
1: this game that made me laugh. <laughs> it's designed to make you laugh, buddy. Um, but like you, you beat, you defeat them, and then you go to the Zandarian World Mind, which is the leader of Novacore. Um, because like xandar and all of them xandarians are a hive mind Mm. and that's that's what this is so you try to like negotiate with it of like reason with it of like hey help us help us fight the church right and that was an interesting conversation for me because i felt like i was getting some headway and then like I said one wrong thing and it was like nope, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck no. you. Uh, no, I I figured it was going to be a uh
0: um uh, a, a shit show the entire time because I wouldn't like why would you give me that power at this point in the game kind of a thing. You know. But it's not us that has the power. Right, but like we weren't We we weren't recruiting for anything. We were just like, hey, help us with this. And I'm like, nobody's going to say yes. Like, we need to be the ones
1: to do the stuff. Mm, Fair enough. We do recruit people, though.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, like, yeah, the hive mind basically concludes, like, the church's victory is inevitable. Mm -hmm. There's no stopping it. And at the rate that it's spreading, like there will be no out running it soon yeah but it's going to run yeah <laughs> <laughs> which that part I'm like that doesn't make sense to me for a hive mind like it's basically determined the outcome is absolute right
0: the the yeah. the goal turns from we can't beat it now we just have to live as long as possible yeah so let's get away from
1: it let's run as far as we can and yeah. that's exactly it. boom gone takes the hive mind, the entire nova core fleet and just gone. Which basically at that point everybody's like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. And then Drax kind of goes, "Fuck you all." Yeah. <laughs> and he like finally succumbs to the promise and basically captures the entire team and like I'm trying to remember, like, is that when you do the llama whistle? Yes. This I is, love the llama whistle.
0: Literally, this is the only point in the uh, point of the game I actually enjoyed is, yeah, though, it's this little mini game because you're all locked in your rooms by Drax. And you and Peter Quill, because this is the thing we haven't talked about yet. You can only play as Star-Lord. Yeah. You can't play yeah. as any of the other Guardians. But so... Star-Lord and Groot's voice attract the llama while Gamora and Rocket's voice push it away. And by using those four... um, You know Ways of movement There's like a map And with a video camera feed And you have to like Move the llama Around the ship Through this
1: like maze Of crap on the ship
0: To get it To chew on some wires To open the door And the entire time Don't worry be happy Is playing And when you Like what makes this part So much fun Is that when you're Holding down the button For like let's say Rocket He's just like Man I'm singing along And I'm singing to the song (laughs) You know And then Gamora's like Yeah Don't worry Be happy Like She's not into it, right? Yeah. You know, and then Groot is just like, oh, Groot,
1: oh, Groot,
0: oh, Groot. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like that. And Peter's the only one who's actually singing the song. Yeah, like this part was the most
0: fun I had, and uh, yeah, but yeah. So this I loved is it. this is when that happens, and then yeah, you get the llama and the thing to chew the wires and open the door, and then you're like, let's go get Drax.
1: Yeah, because he's uh, he's been mind controlled now. Well, and you're like on a weird planet Mm -hmm. and so you find drax and drax is asking where the witch lady is basically and that's when mantis who by far is my favorite character of this entire fucking game really oh yeah because this is how mantis should have been in the movies god she annoyed the fuck out of me and This, this is how mantis is that's why i loved her because this is that was a, the most accurate portrayal of Mantis that I have ever seen.
0: Oh, God. I'm Okay, so let me just put this disclaimer out there. My disdain for this game does not come from the fact that the characters don't look or sound like the actors in the movies. I'm not going to – I don't care about that. I don't need them to look yeah, yeah. or sound like that for me to enjoy it. <laughs> you can, though. <laughs> well, you can put on their skins but not make them sound like I it. know, I know. You know? Um. But, yeah, like – yeah, she just like oh god, she's just so
1: annoying. Yeah, most people hate her. Ugh. I don't blame you. Most people hate her. And I mean, I don't because g- she is. She's she's like ha ha ha. So it's this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't love Mantis in the movies. I mean, the the actress who plays her, I think, does a good job. Oh yeah. But Mantis, like, you know, in that M- Mantis is a very timid person. Yes. You know, in this one, she's super spacey and just very la di da di da out there.
1: Well, so like that's the thing in the movies, Mantis. It, Mantis, her only ability is to affect emotions. Mm. Mantis actually has the ability of precog. Mm she sees literally every possible future every outcome and it 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 runs like constantly in her head Mm, so like this is how she copes with that got it you know like it, it just imagine like all day every day all you're seeing is like all the possible futures all the possible futures oh this person made this decision so now instead of having 30 million we're down to these 10 million possible futures you know and it's kind of like that right and she's learned how to like develop it to where she can focus on certain people and everything like that but again it's all based on choice Mm -hmm. so even then she's just seen all of these different possible futures for you Right. right but she's also learned like in telling you what the possible future could be Alters that possible future
0: I've seen next
1: yeah with Nick Cage (laughs) Oh yeah yeah so like I haven't oh Um, no no That is that is literally
0: how you describe That whole movie yeah yeah Is Nick Cage can see two minutes into the future But because he sees two minutes into the future That changes the future like that's the premise Of the movie gotcha
1: yeah But like yeah So like she just kind of Has learned to Help people But not tell people Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, like, in this, she kind of, like, drops out of nowhere. Drax goes to fight her, and she beats the shit out of Drax, which I was like, that's amazing. And then she hops on Drax's shoulders and, like, then uses her mental abilities, you know, her emotional manipulation abilities to kind of, like, control Drax and goes, okay, we have to go this way now. Right. Mm. And lead you through like a series of caves, which this is where you get a lot of, oh, this is that one. Oh, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, you guys died there like 30 times. (laughs) You know, like stuff like that, where like even Peter's kind of like, I don't fucking like this chick. (laughs) Like, this is not cool, lady. Um, but she leads you to this hut and when you approach the hut that's when anybody who knows Marvel it's Adam Warlock Mm. he steps out and he he bugged me because of the way that he talks Mm -hmm. like he basically picks a letter and every word that comes out of his mouth starts with that letter it's a really cool way to talk but it's super fucking annoying (laughs) And um, you find out that he was basically the leader of the church, Um, but while he was leading the church, the soul stone started creating a darkness inside of him. Because as he was helping people and they started to follow him, he started to feed off of that power and he didn't like it. So he trapped that darkness, his darker half, inside the soul stone, ripped the soul stone out of his head, And vanished Mm -hmm. and um, has been hiding away ever since. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, well, dude, your darker half is like killing the entire fucking universe. So you recruit his help. And you're like, "Okay, We've got him. Um, Now we need to now we need to get more help. Mm-hmm. but they decide that the only other person who might be willing to help them or has the capability of helping them because they have a massive army and lots of resources is the woman they literally stole from earlier in the game. Yeah. So the only way to get her help is to basically try and capture the most dangerous fucking creature in the entire game, mm-hmm. like in the entire fucking universe, in my ma- mind, Fing Fang Foom, who's a giant dragon. Mm hmm. And so, like, they go to his planet and, like, you see the destruction that this dragon has caused. And Drax is just like, I've got a boner. <laughs> like, this is awesome. My people used to travel here to prove their worth, like, after Thanos wiped out our planet type deal. And he's like, I'm so excited to do this. And, like, so then you fight. And that fight wasn't hard. No purple underwear. He's not. He's not. He's not wearing purple underwear.
0: I never like. That is literally the two things I know about Fing Fing Foom. Well, the three things I know about him. One, he's the original owner of the Ten Rings. Yes. He's technically an alien, but he looks like a dragon. Yes. And he wears
1: purple underwear. Yes. <laughs> and he's not in this. You're right. I didn't. Didn't even care. I was fighting a fucking dragon. I know. I was happy. I know. I like. I was awesome. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so, like, you defeat him. But, like, you defeat him to a point where you, like, almost kill him. Mm-hmm. And Lady Hellbring- uh, Hellbringer gets, like, super, super pissed off. Bender, sorry. Not Bringer. Um, And, but Wait. Groot's like, don't worry, I got this. He uses a little special Groot magic. Well, you mean what he says is, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot. And he uses special Groot magic. Yeah. <laughs> And heals Fing Fang Foom And Fing Fang Foom And Lady Hellbender Kind of are like Oh yeah We'll be buddies mm-hmm. And she's like Alright You've got You've got my alliance So then you decide To wage war On The main Like The headship Of the church Right mm-hmm. You do that You run through The whole thing You have to fight uh, Raker and, like, you defeat him. And then, like, which Gamora, like, is super pissed off at this guy. Like, any anybody who uses anything to control anybody, Gamora's, like, not cool mm, with in yeah. the slightest for, you know, obvious reasons. Um,
0: Daddy issues.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but, like, you defeat him. You get back to Nikki. Peter reenters Nikki's promise. And basically is like, look, this isn't real. She's dead. You need to move on. Like, you're a strong woman. You can do this. Take everything your mother taught you and build upon it type deal. Like, it's this very heartfelt moment. And she, of course, breaks out. But that's when her, like, true hidden power comes out. Um, And you, like, find out that, like, Nikki is not Peter's daughter. Right. She's an adopted war orphan. Like... And you're kind of like, okay, whew, cool.
0: Oh, no, I was not worried at all. I love it.
1: No, because I was. I was like, two things. One,
0: either they don't have Marvel's go ahead to make her his daughter, or two,
1: they do, but they don't have the balls to do it. Peter has children. I'm just saying. He's a fucking space pirate. He's got a kid in every port, buddy.
0: Thank you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I will wait for, I will wait. I will give you all the rope you need to get to the point where you're like, yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, he's got like,
1: like well, the whole world is this children. <laughs> no, no. It, depending on what universe you want to look at or what storyline you go with. He's got, he's got a couple of kids. Right. But, but like
0: I said, I'm like, you know, Marvel didn't, wouldn't give them a go ahead or Square Enix doesn't have the cojones to like lean into that. So I'm like, there's even a, a dialogue option choice at like the very beginning when you first meet Nikki and I almost
1: called her Kylo, but that's not it. <laughs> Corel. It's close. Okay, I thought you were talking about Nikki. I was like, that is not anywhere close. No, no, Corel.
0: Corel. Yeah. yeah. Kylo, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's close enough. Give me it a break is. here. Um, yeah, there's like an option where like you could be like like oh, ask if she's your daughter, and I was like, I'm not even gonna bother with that. I know the answer is no. Like, I don't even need to entertain that idea. But it's fun. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I said something like like I, like I hit on Corel in front of Nikki and like. Made Nikki all gross out. And then, like, as we'll get back to the plot in a second, but, like, that's just, like, part of my problem with this game is that, like, stuff like that doesn't really have any choice, like, have, or not choices. It doesn't have any weight, you know? It's just dialogue for the sake of being funny dialogue, and it kind of sort of affects some stuff. You know, it's the same thing with, like, who do you hide or who do you give to Lady Hellbender at the very beginning? Like, it's a choice, but it's meaningless. It doesn't really change anything. Like, I mean... Like in the overall story. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you give that give Lady Hellbender Rocket or Groot. It doesn't change anything at the end story. It just changes yeah. the dynamic of how you guys talk to each other. And it's the same thing with a lot of this. It was just kind of like it's here, but it but doesn't like it doesn't need to be here. Anyway, I'm sorry, continue. No, you're good. Um
1: So Nikki Yeah, that's Nikki. basically it. Once you free Nikki, then you like have to fight. Magus, which Mm. is the darker half of Adam Warlock, because Adam Warlock tries to fight it, and he fucking loses hardcore, and Magus basically just takes over Adam Warlock's body, so then there's this whole little fight against Magus, and um, basically Peter puts his life on the line to, like, trap Magus back into the yellow Soul Stone, and... It's successful and everybody parties.
0: Mm. Woo.
1: And then they're
0: getting new business cards.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh Warlock basically tells them, like, hey, if I start to lose control again, I'm definitely coming to you guys for help. Like, I promise. Mm. And Nikki becomes a new member of the Guardians, and they're getting new business cards. And then if you didn't pay the fine. So if you don't have the money to pay the fine, um, which, yeah, super fun there because you basically find out the little device that you buy mm. from nowhere. Yeah, it's absolutely pointless. Rocket makes fun of you for like 30 minutes nice. because you wasted fucking money. And he's like, this is why I keep telling you fuckers to not buy anything without me there. <laughs> Because this won't do shit. Yeah. You basically got a very expensive back scratcher. Yeah. And so, like, waste of money. And so I didn't have the money to pay the fine. Did you pay the fine? Uh, Yes, I did. Okay. So if you don't pay the fine, as you're flying away, the ship then goes disabled. (laughs) And everybody's like, fucking Peter, you didn't pay the fine. (laughs) And you're just kind of like just... Stranded in space Now I believe Nikki's like Oh don't worry It's a Nova Core, You know Piece of equipment I can totally get rid of this yeah. For us But it's still just Kind of one of those things Of like You didn't pay the fine So it comes back to like Boop boop All right. Insert the laugh track <laughs> Yeah But like And that's That's it Like mm-hmm. that's the game Like But it's fun Well see And here's It's th- a comic book game man. Right
0: But here's the thing Okay I mean it, I mean there's, this game just feels lazy to me, okay? And again, right, the reason I say that, they bring up this dynamic of Corel, who has, like, I mean, as far as I'm aware, not in the comics, like, not anybody relevant in the Guardians of the Galaxy stories. So they bring in this trick, and they expect you to have some sort of feelings for them, because you used to be Something. Well, I don't know who this lady is. I just met her.
1: She's not relevant, right?
0: She's not relevant. So the 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 dangling of the thread about Nikki being your daughter to me was irrelevant. I mean, they even end the game in a similar style how they ended the actual first movie with Peter physically taking a stone and doing something like, I, I, I you know, I mean, you're you're constantly you're either fighting faceless waves of weird alien creatures or the all these Nova Corps guys that all look the same I don't know it just like I said it just felt like a cash grab to me
1: okay and and I know you love it and I'm glad you love it but I, I disagree with you on every it, that entirely because it's a fucking comic book yeah like it's that's at the core this is the comic book like if you've never read a comic book in your life and you played this game, this is a comic book. That's mm-hmm. all it is. This is the made made to make you feel good comic book video game. It's not Spider-Man where like it's made to make you actually feel like the heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Like Spider-Man made me feel like I was Spider-Man. The, yeah. the 2008 one, by right. the way, like, yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's clarify that. Yeah, the the most recent one. Yeah. The Marvel not, Spider-Man, not yeah. Miles Morales, which wasn't bad. It was just too short. Yeah. Um, and not any of that earlier crap. And none of the earlier crap, but that one, like Marvel right. Spider-Man. Like, that was made to make you feel like Spider-Man and be that hero. And it did an amazing job at that. This was make, made to make you feel like you were living through a comic book adventure. And I think it did an incredible job at that. Because in these comic book adventures, just like this, it's all all of that cheesy, stupid crap like the the meaningless dialogue that has real no effect the the epic one-liner grabbing the stone as it's flying through the air as you bounced it amongst your you know your comrades to get it close to you and you grab it in the last minute to hold it up and capture the big bad guy Mm -hmm. you know like all of that is just it's so cheesy comic book and that's why I love it because it's it's all just so cheesy comic book. Even the space llama, like, why didn't they give the llama? Uh, like, you know, they let's logic dictate this. Why choose Groot or Rocket at that point in time? They had a fucking space llama. Well, yeah, but Lady
0: Hellbender. I mean, I think there's a there's a line where they say that like, hey, a Lady Hellbender wants like dangerous and unique things and i don't think a, the space llama is
1: super unique you know i don't know but it's, it sure is fucking dangerous apparently so <laughs> bam destroy your ship yeah
0: well and there you go right i mean like the milano the milano in my opinion has always been just as much of a character as the rest of the guardians because it's their main mode of transportation yeah you know and you don't like you don't really do anything with that do you know how many times i mean like i'm always closing that goddamn
1: fridge door okay (laughs) but that's again that's like that's part of the comic book charm right because like there's there is one, and I don't think it's the fridge door specifically, mm-hmm. but it's, like, one item of the ship. Not a big deal. Right. Right? But they're like, fucking Rocket, will you fix this? And he's like, I'll get to it. And, the, you know, they're continuing on in their little adventure, mm-hmm. and, like, every time they enter the ship, one of the characters is like, fucking Rocket, can you fix this? And he's like, well, I'm a little busy right now, but I'll get to it. You know? And, it like, it's just... There, It's always there. And it's just that little quirk, like that one thing in your house where it's like, this is broken or this needs to, you know, I need to do something with this. Yeah. But it's not like so important that you stop everything in your life to do it. Right. Right. So you keep looking at it every time you see it, you're like, ah, fuck, I need to do that. And then you continue doing whatever it was you were doing. And then you're like, ah, fuck, I need to do that. And then you continue doing whatever it is. Like, that's what the fridge door was to me. Like, it made it feel more like home. Mm. And that's what that ship is. It's their home. So, like, I liked the fridge door because it made it feel more like home to me.
0: Well, I mean, I was fine with the fridge door and stuff. I just was like, I can. I don't know. I wanted it to feel more like a base of operations than just an area for me to talk to people, if that makes sense. Like, okay. I, w- I wish that, like, we had access to a star map so we could plot courses or something like that,
1: you Yeah, know? this is very... I can't even say mission-based, but it, it's, it's... It's very it's linear. linear. It's very That's linear. It. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Because, like, you just... This is the way you're going. Yeah. It, it is... It's that part I was kind of taken aback by because that is not something that we are used to in games now we we've gotten used to having some more choice in like what we do where we go how we how we do things Mm. and this was not that this was strap in you're just along for the ride yeah
0: you're just going to be walking down corridors
1: Mm -hmm. like which is not something that We've been used to for a while.
0: No, it's. I mean, it's. It's definitely more modern and or more mainstream games definitely are 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 going towards that open world. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. But then again, that's also a like, lot of what we even play.
1: games that used to do that though. Like yeah. God of War. I know you're not a big fan, but mm-hmm. God of War. It was very linear in that this this is your progress. Yeah. Right. But the most recent installation of the game, like. It's more open world. You have a lot more choices. You can backtrack. You can explore other areas. Like It is somewhat linear in some of the things, but even then, it's expanded more in that, I guess, how wide the line is. Right. You know? So, like, for this, this was very narrow. Mm -hmm. It was, nope, this is... Your, your confines are only this.
0: Well, I mean, and you can even see that with the the, the playable character. And then you do mean character because, yeah, you can't play any of the others. You nope. can only play as Star-Lord. How you, do you play make, Peter. How do you make that decision? I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy are a team. Why would you not have it? Why would you not design this game so you could play the other members?
1: Because that would have been cool. You do have somewhat control over them, though. Like, you can order them to like hey do this use this special move that kind of stuff like you're you're acting as the team lead though in this yeah and i liked that better but i no i was like
0: the guardians are a team though and i mean if your favorite i mean you know if you want to play and your favorite character is gamora and you want to run around and do all the hacky slashy stuff why can't you do that like, why do you have to be Peter? Again, it was just when it was just like weird choices like that, you know. Like, I don't and, know
1: if they were that weird
0: though. Okay, they were just no, not no, ones no. that you like. No, 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 no. Whoever the writer was that decided that they wanted to use the word "flark" in every other sentence, that guy needs to get fucking fired because I hate that
1: guy. Okay, hold on. I think he's dead. Um, I'm. I, I will not so feel sorry. I will not feel bad. He. Uh, he wrote it like thirty years ago, and <laughs> no, I I, I, no, no, no. I think that was that was a decision made in the eighties when they wrote the Karmic book because that's all they say is Flarkin this and Flarkin that and they didn't
0: need to bring it into this game where
1: Rocket says it in
0: every sentence of his dialogue. Why? That's a dumb choice. It's a dumb choice. Okay, come on. You cannot tell me that you did not get tired of hearing Flark. Flark in this, Flark in that. Every other sentence out of Rocket's face, he was saying Flark. You telling me that you were fine with that? Yeah, because I don't care. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. (laughs) It was so grating. It was so
1: (laughs) grating. Because, like, that's the thing, though. That's Rocket. (sighs) That is Rocket in a nutshell. That is his character. That's who you read. That's, like, this was definitely, I feel like this was definitely made more for comic book fans, if you are a comic book fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, not the movies, not not anything else, mm. just the comic books, this was the game for it. I'm not a huge comic book fan of Guardians of the Galaxies. They're fun. They're interesting. They have some funny adventures, but there's a lot about them that bug me, right? Like just Rocket in general bugs me. Right. I hate Rocket. I think he is the most annoying Marvel character ever fucking created because it's not just childhood angst it's I want to be a grown-up but I'm gonna act like a baby right like fuck you fuck your life (laughs) you're goddamn like 80 years old bro Fucking act like it. Like, I understand for like a good 60 of those years, you were trapped in some fucking, I'm going to test this and shit on you, but come the fuck on. Get that chip off your shoulder. Right? Like, but no, I'm going to hold on to it forever. And I'm going to pretend to be a grown up by using Farking. (laughs) Like, and that's it. Like, that's, Uh... that's how it is. Like, Peter acts like an adult child Mm -hmm. where like. There are no consequences, and we can just solve everything. We just need to keep moving forward. Like, no, but just that bugs me. They don't, yeah, I was gonna say, they don't
0: solve anything. They're constantly, the whole game is you going to people to get help. The Guardians never actually are like, we will be the ones to stop something. It's always like, we just need to go get help.
1: Like, Uh, yes and no. What
0: do you mean, yes and no? So, okay, so the first thing that they're doing is. Because they do
1: have that huge conversation after they free Drax. Or I think I can't even remember exactly when it is. But there is a very heartwarming conversation between the five of them. Groot just being Groot. Right. Uh, But between the five of them of how like they need to stop going through this and try and clean up their own mess. But unfortunately, this mess has become pretty huge. So they need to take some responsibility and some actions into their own hands. But when you have an, an alien entity that is literally controlling 90% of the galaxy, how are they supposed to handle it by themselves? It would have been fine
0: if they hadn't spent the whole first part of the game going to every person, every person to get help. That doesn't It doesn't do anything. The game starts off with- But they didn't. Hold on. The game starts off with them being like, we need to go get a creature for Lady Hellbender.
1: That was the job they were hired
0: So for. they go to go get the creature. That's where they find the weird thing and they escape. They get tangled up with the Novacorn. They're like, well, Now we have to pay something. Well, what do we do? Well, we let's just go ahead and bring the creature to Lady Hellbender, but we'll do it with either Groot or Rocket. And I'm like, then what was the whole first part of the game for? Like, why are we retreading that? And then again, we go to Lady Hellbender. What what do
1: you mean retreading?
0: So the whole first mission of the game is that you're, you're trying to find a monster for Lady Hellbender.
1: Yeah, which you then find out she has like a million of.
0: Right, and then after that, you get captured by the Novacorp. Correct. And then after that, you're like, "Well, we need to bring a monster to Lady Hellbender." They need the money to pay the fine from NovaCore. Right, but why did we? Why did we unsuccessfully do it first? Why didn't we start the game with, you know, we're finishing a different heist? That's well, why we get captured by NovaCore. That's why we're like, "Well, what do we need to do? Let's check out something." Oh, Lady Hellbender wants a monster. Because what that's been not with- the
1: Guardians like in all honesty that is not the guardians the guardians of the galaxies that whole comic book is Mm -hmm. a string of fuck-ups and them just trying to bounce from one fuck-up to the next fuck-up to the next fuck-up to the next fuck-up what you're describing is not the guardians of the galaxy
0: so then have a botch that what my what my problem is is that we go to we go to do stuff for we go to do stuff with lady hellbender three times yes okay we go, to, we go to Cosmo for help. We go to Adam Warlock for help. Unknowingly, yes. Unknowingly. But it, still, it's just like like they're never actively
1: doing something about it. No, they're only actively looking out for themselves. Yeah, I just... They, they, they're like, that's the whole concept of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of this comic book. <laughs> because but you love- they're only out for it for themselves. And then I, so I find it so weird that you like this game so much. If this is Because this it, because they made a game that actually is the source material. Uh, they stuck with the source material. And at the end of the day, I think it's a fun action adventure game. I had fun flying around in my rockets with my little fucking laser boom boom sticks. Like yeah, I had fun shooting up shit. Uh, I had fun exploring the worlds. I thought they were beautiful. I thought they were amazing, well detailed. Like, I liked the corny little one-liners. The overall story arc of like, oh fuck, let's, okay, we fucked this up, let's fix this fuck up by doing another fuck up, oh, we fucked that up too. We fucked up the fuck up. We intentionally planned to fuck this up and we fucked that up. We fucked up fucking up? Yeah, like, I didn't care for that. But all the underlying shit, like, it was fun. It was cute. It was. It was. It was dorky. It was cheesy. It was comic booky. And, it is. And they. And at the end of the day, I love comic books. And they think that may any be, book. And I think it may be. It. it may be a
0: fun. It may be a, a a fun interpretation of a comic book into a game. But it's not a well made video game. If this was a different video game with a different skin, you would hate this. Probably. Think, I was gonna say, think Probably. about think about the combat, right? I mean, it's like you you just walk into an area with a bunch of people, and then you just fly around and shoot and punch, and then you wait for your little meter to fill up so you can have other people do their super special moves. Like it just it got it just it never there was no variety. It was always
1: the same thing. Yeah. And like it just felt no the so com- same-y. the the combat was very very mundane, but in the grand scheme of things, which game isn't? We just talked about Halo last week, right? Right. The weapons, you pull the trigger and it fires a bullet.
0: Right. It's and, the and, same thing. And if you remember, what I said was that the guns didn't feel fun. No. You can make com. You can make shooting people feel fun. But it's the same thing. It's mundane. Right. But if it's if it's fun, I don't care that I'm doing it over and over and over again. Like it, this just wasn't fun combat. Like the enemies were just faceless waves of. Just like things, the, same, didn't,
1: the same generic didn't, enemies yeah, over and over and over and I didn't, over. Again. And they
0: didn't have any tactics. Like there was no strategy involved. It was oh, just maybe
1: on your difficulty. Well, yeah, I mean my difficulty. No, there was. There were multiple co- battles where it was like they're they're pinning me, they're corralling me, there and they did and oh. they did it successfully and I died. Yeah like especially the like the when we start getting into like you having multiple of the bigger enemies. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. They were like that's why I was confused by the brother battle, but then I realized like no, this is their tactic. Their tactic is to stay close together. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so hard to keep them apart because that's the tactic they use. Yeah. So on the difficulty I played, I I felt a lot of AI combat tactic in it. Where I actually had to use some strategy.
0: That's weird. They should have still had that tactics even on the, on, on the normal difficulty, not just made them. I agree. Not just made them like, I, I don't,
1: yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't uh, realize that was the normal yeah. difficulty default because I, I kind of figured it when you were talking about it earlier, but it was like, I get that. But like. To me, every game can eventually become just mundane in the combat. No, like, I mean that's true. I mean, you know. So, was it was it super fun for the first couple of hours? You can you can love it as much as you want, but like, I don't think it was absolute dog wash. Like, I, I know you're saying that, but it's. I, it's a good game I I, th- I really do think it's a good game yes if you we were to reskin it and put other characters unknown origins and throw it onto this game would I be like wow this is the most amazing game in the planet no but I'm not even saying that it's the most amazing game in the planet now it's fun it's like it's good I, I would recommend people playing it Man. especially if you like comic books <laughs> like because I do feel like it's it's a comic book that you actually get to play through. Yeah. Like Spider-Man wasn't just a comic book that you got to play through. No. You played Spider-Man. Yeah, you were made to be me you were made to feel like you were Spider-Man. This is a comic book that you get to play through. Mm. And I think that's the big difference there.
0: And you know what? If they had changed like the cinematic style to be like more comic booky in cutscenes. That probably would have come through a little bit more. If that was their goal, was to make this feel like a comic book. Comic book. book. Like yeah, having kind of like panel having, changes yeah, and stuff like that. Panels and and quick cuts and stuff like that. I just I felt like everything that they were doing to try to be funny wasn't landing. Everything that they were trying to do to be dramatic wasn't hitting. Like I just I just felt like it was just a very quick rote sort of script. That Mm. we could throw the Guardians into. I just didn't feel any love. And
1: I can see, like, there were plenty of things in there where I'm like, this is from the first movie. Mm. I will give you that. There were plenty of things where, like, yes, him grabbing the gemstone. I was like, wow. Yeah. You could have been a little bit more creative with that. You could have gone a little bit different of a direction. The fact that they included a gemstone in general. Right. Like... I know the Marvel universe, there's a lot of other shit out there that you could have done. Yeah. So I'm not disagreeing with you in the sense of like, when you said it, I didn't think of it until you said it. When you said, I feel like this is a cash grab. Mm -hmm. The very first time, I kind of went, huh, yeah, a little bit. And I agree with that. I think it was a little bit of a cash grab. They did generic things in the game to make it more relatable to the MCU mm. to make people buy it. Yeah. Like I, I made a comment about it. So throughout the game you find um, cosmetic skins yeah. and it doesn't really like, it just changes the way your character looks. Mm-hmm. Well, there's all the ones from the MCU. Yeah. You can get every single one of them. And I, even then I was like, Oh, that's cool. But, why right like and right. i never changed my skin i didn't like it does that one automatically when you go to do the final battle and you guys get all armored up mm-hmm. in the same type of armor which is it's cool like i like it and now you're like a unified team right and then that happens and like but like beyond that no i didn't i didn't fucking change it because why Exactly. Like, it was just one of those little like this is a collectible that you can find throughout it. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, did you have fun finding all of the collectible-y stuff? Yeah. No. <laughs> Depending on where I was. Yeah. Like some of them were cool. Others, were, I'm like, this is. <sighs> the problem with collectibles, and this is across all games, by the way, not just this one. You hide them in the most obvious fucking places because this is where we always hide collectibles, right? So, like, it was just kind of I'm running around the world and I'd see a rock and be like, bet you it's behind that rock. Run over to the rock. Look behind it. There it is. <laughs> my,
0: my favorite is always, oh, look, I'm walking down a hallway. I come to a T-section. I know that I have to turn. But then why does the rest of this corridor exist? There's probably something down there for me Again, to pick up. Yep. Oh, yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like. Final Fantasy. I'm sorry to
0: cut you off. But Final Fantasy is horrible with that. I'm like. I'm like, there is no reason for this alley that goes around this building that tucks back behind this garbage can. There is no reason for that to exist unless there is something there for me to get.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Like, I've gotten to a point with that kind of stuff where I'll, like, I'll take a right because you don't know which way you have to turn, right? Uh So I'll take a right. I'll walk down the corridor and when I'm like... I've walked down this corridor too long. Too long. Turn around, go back, (laughs) walk down the other side, and boop, there it is. That is one hundred percent the the
0: literal words I say in my head at times. I'm like, I've gone too far.
1: (laughs) I've walked. I've walked down this way too far. This is this is the and that's kind of how the collectibles were in this though too. It was was very very painfully obvious of it is there. Mm -hmm. So like. Yeah, it was cool collecting them, but was it fun? No, because it was obvious. Mm. But a lot of games are, are, like, that way. Right. Like, this is obvious. I will give Halo this, and I think I made it the comment last week. Like, theirs were hard to find, which was annoying as fuck just because they're, like, so small and thin and everything like that. But they did at least hide them in very creative places. Oh,
0: yeah. Like... That was cool. there was a I found a skull like at the most southern tip of the map, yeah, where you gotta like go into that like crevasse, mm-hmm. yeah, like that was a lot of fun getting to, um, oh you know? but yeah, this it was like I'm in a giant room, and
1: oh, look, behind this pillar, there's the thing for me to get, yeah, so like it just. <sighs> I don't know. It well, Yes, it was cool, but no, it was not
0: okay. fun. So uh, you're allowed to have fun. I'm glad you had fun, right? I mean, and I say Oh, the, I had lots of fun. I say the same thing about movies. Like a movie doesn't have to be good for a movie to be fun. You yeah. know, you look at something like Fifth Element. Fifth Element is not a good movie. No, not
1: by any means. But it's amazing. But
0: it's so damn fun <laughs> that you don't care that it's a terrible movie. You know, and it's okay. Everybody loves it. I love it. But we have to admit that it's a bad movie. And I just I just feel the same thing with this. Like, yes, it's fun. And I'm glad you had fun. But it was not a well-made
1: game. I I, I just don't think it was as terrible as you believe it to be. Like, I'm not saying that it's like the greatest game ever. Mm. Like I said, I just don't I don't think it's bad either. Like, I've definitely played worse games. I, with worst mechanics and you know like oh yeah all that other stuff so like as far as that goes I would say this is middle of the road as far as like how the game was made mm-hmm. middle of the road but I had fun so I enjoyed it but like I wouldn't give it like huge props for like oh my god like you have to play the combat yeah. in this game it is so unique it's not you gave me a pair of pistols that. As new challenges came on, oh, my God, my pistols could change to shoot lava? <laughs> Holy shit. And, like, yeah. Then the guns would just transform, and you would be able to shoot whatever to overcome whatever new obstacle you would overcome. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure I played a game that had that concept, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> like Different ammo types. Yeah. The Van Helsing video game on the Xbox had
0: different ammo types.
1: Yeah. And, like... That was, that's all. This was, yeah. So it wasn't like inventive, right? They didn't like push any boundaries in any way, shape, or form.
0: No, okay, yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. It was middle of the road, yeah. It and don't get me wrong. When I say that I didn't enjoy it, it's it's not like you're saying it's not terrible. We have certainly played worse games that literally like don't. Fu- I mean, this functioned. I don't remember having any sort of glitches or
1: problems or anything like that. So it's. <laughs> i had one but it was to my favor okay when you're the second time you're fighting the grand unifier raker Uh um he's spawning those waves of enemies at you Mm -hmm. right and like you have those like other flying dudes that can like heal the peons and stuff like Mm -hmm. that well i had like four of them and i'm like trying to to kill them and you know, they have like a force field around them and shit like that. So you gotta knock that down first and everything, right? And I'm trying to kill him and I throw one of my grenades, right? It hits the guy and instead of like blowing him up or like pushing him back, it like catches him into the ground. Oh, So I'm like, okay, well he's kind of tied up right now. So I'm like, I'm fighting everybody else. And then eventually, like, after a couple of minutes of him just shaking in the ground, he just, like, shoots off like a rocket straight into the sky. That's funny. And he's gone. Like, he never comes back. Nice. And I'm like, I'll fucking take it because I was getting overwhelmed with the number in that part of the game. So I'm like, holy fuck. I'm I'm having, like, a really hard time trying to just manage the chaos. Mm -hmm. And so, like, him kind of yeeting himself out of existence I was like I'm I'm cool with it let's keep going <laughs> you No,
0: know, and never mind rem- actually I take that back because I just remembered I did have one glitch okay um when you're fighting on the platforms on the on the Novacore ship oh okay um in are like getting closer and closer and closer to the end yeah like there's like a final the final platform before you actually fly off. Yeah. Like I killed everybody, but like nothing triggered. So we were all just standing there. And I oh. was like I was like, Where are we going? What are we doing? There were no enemies around or anything like that. Fortunately when I did my when I did my reload, I wasn't that far from it. But even then I forgot about it. It wasn't like a huge problem. No. So it's
1: fun it's a functional it's game. It's a functional game. Like there is nothing game breaking about it. And like my little my little glitch is not even Like, yours was more of a setback than mine. Like, mine's just kind of a funny little thing that happened, you know? Like, he tweaked out and then shot off into outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha. But, like, so, like, that's, yeah. That's where I'm, like, it's fun. To me, it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a middle-of-the-road game. Yeah. There's nothing to write home about. Like. Yeah. So, reception? I loved it. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: so metacritic has this at 58 <laughs> out of 100 for the switch
1: that's again this i feel like that's that's about right no actually, honestly i feel
0: that's a little low
1: i would i mean because it's a middle of the road game though
0: yeah like i said i mean i would maybe say it's like a I would give it like a six out of or a six out of five because it's functional and it it has some love for you would the give product. it a six
1: out of five.
0: Six and a half out of ten, <laughs>
1: sorry.
0: <laughs> My coffee hasn't kicked in yet. He fucking hated
1: the game. Six out of five. Six out of five. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Eleven out of ten. Yeah. Um yeah, well and I, that's roughly what this is. Fifty eight out of a hundred.
0: That's is, basically a six out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say, I still feel like it, I wouldn't give
1: it less than a six. I'm just saying that's that's pretty
0: close. Yeah. And I just wonder if that's just because it's the switch. And I just wonder if it's like like it didn't port well or something. I don't
1: know. So I think the problem that I have with the switch, not that the switch is bad, but the switch isn't 4K like everything else is right now. So and with this, I do feel like some of that beauty and crispness would be lost if it wasn't in 4K. Mm hmm like just the way the game is designed is yeah. like you need the 4K to really kind of enjoy the visual aspect of
0: it. Yeah. I mean unless it's just broken on the Switch and I haven't read anything or seen I anything about it. I haven't it. seen anything about that. Like either. I said, I can't I don't know why it's so low, but 78 out of 100 on PC, 80 <laughs> out of 100 for PS5 and then
1: 84 for Xbox. Um all from Metacritic. Yeah, it's all Metacritic, which I again, I don't I don't know why there's that difference. Yeah, it's it's very right. It's very inconsistent. I played on the PS5 and I thought it was great. Yeah, like why is it better on the Xbox than it is on the PS5?
0: Yeah, I I think a lot of this is gonna come down to like personal preferences. Is kind of where yeah. you and I are at. Yeah. Um, Destructoid gave it a six point five out of ten. That's pretty much in line.
1: Game Informer eight point five out of ten. Their popularity contest. <laughs> <clears throat> GameSpot seven out of ten. I, I strongly feel that like Game Informer does not again. Marvel's a big market, buddy. Shots fired. We've said it before on here. I've <laughs> said it before. Like for whatever reason, Game Informer always seems to be a little bit higher than everybody else, and it's a popularity contest. <laughs> uh, GameSpot seven out of ten. Games Radar four out of five.
0: Hardcore Gamer, 4.5 out of 5. IGN, 8 out of 10. PC Gamer, 70 out of 100. Uh, PC Games, 7 out of 10. You know, I mean, it's all pretty much...
1: It's all around that eight seven seven point five eight 7.5, yeah. 8 area. And I'm, I am with you, though. I would give it around a 5.56. Like, overall. It's fun. It's super fun. But the gameplay is nothing to write home about. Yeah. Like i agree with that and yeah i just had a lot of fun doing it right and i just think that that's probably just where we're where we're i do want to point out though game awards 2021 it won best narrative yeah in your face chris yeah i I mean (laughs) i mean what was the short list best narrative really it (laughs) it also won best soundtrack which i will 100 percent give this game though that soundtrack I okay. it, it does come from the 80s and everything but it's amazing right. dude I,
0: I, w- I will say that the first time it happened I rolled my eyes so hard that I actually hurt myself because you when you're in combat, you have this little special meter that fills up and once it fills up you can insert you can uh, initiate huddle mode where you yes! you bring everybody together <laughs> yeah. and everybody is like bitching you, and complaining and then you pep talk them and then you give them a fucking <laughs> pep talk and if you do it right <laughs> then you will play some hard ass rock music and everybody can use their super moves over and over and over and over and over again for for a couple of minutes for yeah for yeah, a yeah, bit so
1: it's a little bit
0: and but. the nice thing is that if you fuck it up it, peter still gets his super special abilities over and over and over again but nobody else does and you also get like
1: like a defense bonus and some stuff i like never that fucked it up i I, I, did, I didn't i like if you pay attention to like what they said yeah there's the clear obvious like this is the response yeah to them. like <clears throat> you know you're basically just giving them the opposite you're using a word or two yeah. from their statements in your replies and
0: yeah, Drax is like get out of my way, and then it's like way is like yeah. highlighted, and yeah. then Gamora is like I want to slash them all, and then slash, slash. Is, yeah. and then you know the options is like, you know, guys, if we if we don't work together, there's no way that we're gonna cut through this, and then the other option is I like asparagus, and you're like, well, clearly I know which one I have to pick. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um, but I, like I said, the first time I was like, okay, that's kind of funny, and then the rest of the time I was like. Eh. Well, no, video games got a video game. But, I loved
1: it, man. Like I thought it was hilarious. In the middle
0: of a fight, you're not gonna do that. You're not <laughs> gonna do no it. Place. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> it's so good. It's like,
1: uh, so, like, cause this thing, like, not only was it a useful tool, because when you're when they go down, you're a useful tool when you go down. That was perfect. I got nothing, man. He, <laughs> bravo. <laughs> like anyway please continue holy shit so when your characters go unconscious <laughs> you can use the huddle to revive them right so like it's it's useful in that way like you you save it for the right moments and everything because like mine collapsed a lot
0: no i, I was going to say i think i only had one or two instances where people went down but Again, I don't – to me, it wasn't – the the fact that my combat was easy was not, like, me ramping up the difficulty of the combat was not going to fix the game. No. But I can see how you would have to strategically use it. For me, I was just like, all right, let's just use it now. There's, like, one guy <laughs> left. It! Yeah, there's, like, one guy left, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's use it. I, I want to oh, listen yeah. to some Steppenwolf.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, it was – but I just wanted to point that out. I'm looking at it like – best narrative yeah one not just nominated one it also was nominated for best score in music innovation in accessibility and best action adventure game yeah something like that that was from the game awards the steam awards is where it won best soundtrack yeah <laughs> but like just funny just hey just funny. that out there yeah But that's it, man. That's all I got.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so wrapping it up, um, I I did not have a ton of fun with it. There's some cute, quirky moments but a lot, the, the the what I found is the repetition of the game just started to grate on me and it just became a slog for me to get through I didn't think that they were pushing any envelopes and I I felt there was a little bit of love for the property but not a ton of it so I think overall unless you're either a hardcore Guardians of the Galaxy fan and even then like it's going to be 50-50 you're going to love what they did with these this property or you're going to hate it if you're a hardcore fan it depends on where your source
1: material is coming from. I think if you're coming from the movies, you're gonna hate it more than you love it. Yeah. If you're coming from the comics, you're gonna love it more than you hate it. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. I mean, I would definitely say I anime, mean, and I haven't looked. You know, wait for it to co- go on sale before you pick it up. Um, you know, I, you know, I probably wouldn't rush
1: out and buy it now.
0: Yeah. I was, I probably wouldn't <laughs> spend more than twenty bucks on it. Um, but again, I just didn't just didn't strike a chord
1: with it. I me. would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's it, it's one of those games that I'm like, hey, if you find it on sale, buy it, play it. It's fun. But if it, you're, you're looking at spending sixty bucks, walk away. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Yeah. So
0: if that's it, um, head over to Facebook. Let us know what you guys thought of it. Also, don't forget we do have that Patreon up and running, so we appreciate any donations. All that money goes to help us keep the lights on, so we really appreciate that. Don't forget you can also email at us. No tokens required at hotmail.com. You can do that for your questions or you know your comments or if you've got a suggestion because next week we are going to have a listener request review. We're going to be reviewing Vampire, so hopefully you guys will come back for that one. Um, But I think that'll be about it. So thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate that. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, Game Game On! on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2022. No part of this podcast can be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.